Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I'm back with uh, part two. The state of the union, the state of affairs, the state of war. Georgie Porgy Puddin' Pie spoke to the people and made them cry. When the people had something to say, Georgie Porgy locked them away. The St. Patrick's Four trial, according to the defense attorney Bill Quigley, is the first felony conspiracy trial for nonviolent civil disobedience since Dr. Spock. Go figure that. Ryan Michael Dinkgrave wrote, Dr. Spock, the acclaimed baby doctor, was very critical of the FBI and how they, quote, thought it was their business to be suspicious of anybody who didn't agree with J. Edgar Hoover. And uh, he had strong opinions on civil disobedience and activism in general. He said, I don't protest just with civil disobedience. I vote carefully. I write letters frequently, not only to the president, but to my senators and to the newspaper editors. I lobby in Washington and at the local offices of office holders. I attend demonstrations, and from time to time I commit civil disobedience. The main reason I participate in civil disobedience, said Spock, is to show how strongly I disapprove of government actions that I think are criminal and try to persuade them to the same view and to the same action. When arrested at a demonstration at the Whitehall Street Induction Center in October of 1967, Spock was put in a pen with poet Allen Ginsberg, where he learned to meditate. After a demonstration at the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., on May Day, 1971, Spock was arrested with Noam Chomsky. Over the years, Spock would participate in a number of other demonstrations and be arrested a number of times as well. Dr. Spock continued to express his opinions against the war in Vietnam and the draft that fed the war machine more lives. It was especially appropriate for Spock to be against the war and the draft because his book had reared so many of the young people being sent to die in Vietnam. So there you go. You have to really go and read through this site for yourself, and you can really get the the, the details of the whole situation. But uh, it, it's... It's, it's quite an engaging story, and it's just one illustration of a trend of behavior by the federal government to suppress people's right to speak out. The thing that I find the most interesting here is that the people that are speaking out are women, mothers, who really understand in a way that... I don't know, because I am not a man, if, if a man can appreciate women, mothers, give birth to the future. It is our responsibility. It is our job in life. It is our main purpose from the moment that child is born for the rest of our life. to protect, to defend, 
to encourage, to grow, to act in the best interest of this child because this child and all children are our future. Our future is in the hands of the children. These women are protecting the children, the future. Teresa Grady, Claire Grady, mothers, mothers with children, mothers who went to Iraq and spoke to mothers and said, talk to us, tell us what's going on. These courageous men and women and others around the country and around the world, they are our conscience. They are willing to serve time for their beliefs and pretty much most of our beliefs. I could walk outside or go to pick up my kids at school and talk to 15 people, 20 people, 100 people and ask them a simple question. Do you believe that the answer to a conflict is killing? And I might be taking a leap on the edge here, but I would venture to guess that 99.999% of the people that I ask that question to would say, killing is not the answer to conflict. And yet, our government perceives that to be a proper answer. Women are the spark that light the flame. Women are like the earth, the earth that contains the fire. We tend the fires to keep them light, to keep the light in the world, the goodness in humanity. When Cindy Sheehan got kicked out of the people's house during the President's State of the Union speech, it was a shock to her. But more than a shock, it's a wake-up call to every American Her son was killed protecting our freedom, protecting our right to I can wear a shirt that says 2,242 dead, how many more? 2,242, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48. I just heard six more and counting thousands and thousands injured. These are our children. 
when she was kicked out of the people's house? The people were kicked out of the people's house. We have a right. We have an obligation. It is our duty. to protect our children from harm. Cindy Sheehan, Teresa Grady, Claire Grady, and others, many others, moms, women, who've had enough. Families for Peace, Gold Star Families. What's a Gold Star Family? Gold Star Family is, unfortunately, someone who has lost a loved one to war. The St. Patrick's Four proudly took six months in jail. Rather than suffer the guilt of doing nothing. I always tell my kids this. You choose. And if you don't choose, by default, your choice of doing nothing is a choice. You chose the status quo. And if the status quo is unacceptable, then you must choose another path. Non-action in and of itself is not not choosing. It is choosing to continue. People complain. People say, oh, I don't like it. It's not here. I was talking to somebody very close to me recently, and, uh, and she said, well, when are people going to make it stop? What can we do? How do we get it to stop? How we get it to stop is civil disobedience, massive civil disobedience. Every single mother in America who understands the value of their precious children's lives and the lives of all of the children worldwide, mothers, worldwide, that's a powerful force. And some will be jailed and some will be censored. And some won't. Because truly amazing people are out there. And unfortunately, for many, it won't happen until something catastrophic happens. Cindy Sheehan was just a regular mom. until she received the news from the Department of Defense. Your son is dead. And thousands of parents have received that news. Thousands. 
your son, your daughter, 18, 19, 20, your husband, your brother. Some just barely adults, some already been in the military, retired, were called back, leaving widows and children, teenagers, to fend for themselves. The answer to misbehavior is not killing. The answer is dialogue. The answer is discussion. The answer is negotiation. How many? How many more? Take a look at the uh, photo albums on, uh, on the website of St. Patrick's for, in particular, photos from Iraq. How our bombs cause collateral damage. That's right, collateral damage. You know, I've talked about this, that antiseptic way of saying we killed innocents. I mean innocents, I mean babies, children, small children who couldn't possibly have anything to do with anything. When our smart bombs are stupid enough to take out innocents, children, walk a mile in their shoes for a second. Think for a moment how you might feel if your child went to school one day and somebody dropped a smart bomb on their building. Again, this podcast continues to be so long that I'm going to break it up and make it part three tomorrow. So drop me a note. Let me know what you think so far. And uh, until tomorrow, this is Ellen Ironed Up signing out.